With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Friday, June 2nd. We're getting the jobs report out today. It's always very exciting. Uh, I don't know what it's going to show. 100,000, 150,000, 200,000. It's not going to be anything extraordinary. If something weird happens in the jobs report, I'll get in your ear tomorrow morning and I will let you know what it is and uh, and make sense of it. But presume that the pattern that we have established this year, which is we are in a mode of decelerating job growth, that that is likely to be the scenario going forward as the economy slows down, as we adjust to still high prices and higher interest rates. So that's where we are in the economy. And um, if there's anything that's different than that, again, I will let you know. Otherwise, we are here to try to help you out. And the way we do that is we encourage you to go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and then check that little box if you're willing to come on the air live with us. Mark does everything else. While you're on the website, don't forget, you've got a bunch of free options there. We have another podcast. We've got a radio show. There's a blog. There's a video section. There's uh, resources. All of that is free. And you can sign up for the free weekly newsletter that comes out every single Friday. So it is Friday and you can get that today. If you'd like to spend a few bucks, I've got two ideas. You can subscribe to our brand new service. It's called Jill on Money Live. That's where you have access to quarterly live webinars with special guests. Our next guest coming up is Dave Stahoviak, Coaching for Leaders. And we are also putting up extra interviews that we are conducting behind your backs. Sorry, gang. But these are really fun interviews there with uh, lots of different kinds of people. And you can hear little snippets of that uh, as we go ahead. And maybe that will tantalize you and encourage you to sign up for Jill on Money Live for a whopping 35 bucks a year. I want there to be a lot more people signed up for this than we have. Uh, Mark, I'm aiming to double where we are by the end of the year. Is that right? That is the goal. Yes, that's the, that's the goal for 2023. All right. But we need a lot more people because Mark has got a child to feed. And, you know, 
This is really important to him. Uh, this is Mark's brainchild. So this is all about Mark, not my brainchild. And if you also have a little extra money, buy the book, The Great Money Reset. I have children to feed also, which are four-legged children. But The Great Money Reset is the way that I help you understand how to make big changes in your life without blowing up your finances. The Great Money Reset is available where you buy books or on our website. <sighs> okay, enough of that. Let's go to our listener, Brian. He is on the air with us from Georgia. Hi, Brian. How are you? Hi, Jill and Mark. Thanks for helping me out today. Of course. What can we do for you? Well, uh, basically, I'm I'm 59 years old, and I'd like to retire in about two years from now at 61. I've done a fair job of uh, during the accumulation phase, um, and uh, but as I face the decumulation phase and retirement plan, it's a little bit more daunting, probably just like anybody else. But I've got a bit of a wrinkle in my particular situation. Uh, where I have a uh, a spouse, second marriage that's um, fifteen younger, uh, fifteen years younger than I, and we have an eleven year old son together, and so um, based on you know that sixty one target retirement date and her being fifteen years younger, it you know potentially could be a. a 50-year retirement plan. <laughs> That's a, that is a long retirement. Wait, how old is your kid? How old did you He's say? He's 11, 11. 11 and a half, yeah. Okay. And do you have other children from marriage number one? I do. They're grown adult girls and they're on their own doing, doing well. Okay. So they're fine. We don't have to worry about them. Your second spouse, is she working? Uh, she's not working. She's a teacher and she could work, but uh, right now focusing on raising our son. Let's talk about how you're going to do this. So right now, you're the primary wage earner. How much do you earn? About 280000 Wow. That's a lot of money. How much of that is going into retirement, of that two eighty? About 84000 Wow. What do you mean? How, how are we doing that? We're doing, so, you're maxing out a thirty grand into some other, like 401k, 403b? Right, uh, 403B and a 457B, 30 each, and then uh, we fully fund both of our IRAs, our Roth IRAs. You're doing backdoor Roths? Right. Okay. All so right. I'm sorry, it's 74000 That's a lot. All right, let's talk about how much money you have accumulated so far. So let's first look at pre-tax retirement. So I guess that would be both the 403B and the 457 are both pre-tax or are they Roth? Um, the the 457, which is small, is a uh, Roth and it's at about 36,000. Okay. Um, the rest is a 401, old 401k and a 403B. Uh -huh. And so that's probably a little over a million. And then the two Roths that are in your, your and your wife's name? Yeah, uh, well, a combination, most of it's mine, but a combination about 510000 Wow, got a lot of money, man. Is that it for retirement? Are you entitled to any pension? Well, I'm actually part of that 280 or two pensions that I'm receiving now. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, so retired military officer. And so one of those pensions is 77000 uh -huh. And my wife would be eligible for 55% of that at my death. Mm -hmm. And the other is a VA disability pension of about 23000 but that would go away uh, at, at the time of my death. That's why you're saving so aggressively, because, again, we have a 50-year retirement right. fund, right? And how about money that is not specifically retirement? So brokerage account, cash savings, uh, I-bonds? 
all of that totals 414,000. Okay. So that's what we call non-qualified. Have you started a, um, a 529 for your 11-year-old? Yeah, it's got 103,000 in it. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah, okay. we contribute 500 monthly. Do you think state school or at yeah. like, yeah. Okay. So are we kind of done now in terms of funding? It feels like you're close. Not necessarily just because I, I still can or we can. Mm-hmm. And you never know about grad school. And uh, now the new, uh, the changes, you know, that might allow us to fund a, you know, a Roth for him. if there Yeah, were but only 35 over. grand of that. Sure. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Uh, how about a house? A uh, house is almost paid for. Um, it's worth about seven hundred thousand. Oh, about fifteen on it. Fifteen. That's it. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay. So that's done essentially. Yeah. Um, any rental property or vacation homes? No. Okay. Anything else that we should keep on the radar in terms of the future? So I'm an educator, and when I retire uh, again, a second career. So when I retire again, I'll be eligible for another pension at about 41000 a year. And my wife will be able to qualify for 100% of that. Okay. So essentially, just so we're clear, your wife, she would, and, and then you drop dead the next day. Isn't that nice of me to do that? Yeah. I'm sorry. She essentially will have 80 grand a year of income, right? That's right. That is right? correct. Okay. What do you think is the need in terms of just expenses? I mean, the house, let's presume the house is paid off, but beyond that 80 grand a year, what would she need to live on, do you think? You know, probably in the realm, without adjusting lifestyle, Mm -hmm. um, probably about 120 a year. Okay. So she needs 40 grand a year net is what we need to think about from what you've saved already. Okay. Will you be entitled to a social security benefit? Yes. What's your full retirement age? Full retirement age, I'm planning on 70, collecting at 70. Oh, let's do but, so, let me do 70. Yeah. What is okay, this? it's 4360. Okay. And she didn't work. Did she work long enough to have a, yeah. a, a, so does she have her own social security benefit or is half of yours more? No, her, her PIA would be about a thousand a month. I mean, there isn't a huge problem here. Just to be clear, you have saved a boatload of money. Even if let's, let's you know, roll the clock ahead. It's two years from now, obviously, between the military, the VA, and the educator retirement plan, you have 140 grand a year. That's fine, right? You can live on that. Right. Okay. So that's not the, you're just worried that if you were to pass away early-ish in the, in the time horizon, that she would be left with uh, a 50-year retirement Right. I'm smiling because I don't think that's exactly how it would go down. But I get (laughs) I get how we're thinking about this. You know, we are talking about the fact that she would have a million. She'd have two million dollars. So she'd have two million dollars on which we all we need to produce is 40 grand net a year. So you're fine. She's fine. So here's the thing. Do you feel insecure about this right now? You know, uh, not really insecure, but I'm kind of been doing this all on my own mm. and uh, don't really have anybody looking over my shoulder. And, and you know, it's it's one thing to analyze somebody else's situation, but 
when you're self-reflective, you know, mm. I think everybody's a little nervous to pull that trigger. Mm. And um, so our tentative plan would be to, you know, during those go-go years, for me at least, uh, you know, from 61 to 70 until Social Security, we'd, we'd maybe bridge that by mm-hmm. pulling maybe 40000 a year out of, you know, of savings. And then when Social Security hits in, we would essentially cease and desist in that regard. And the Social Security would make up the difference in that. Uh, What about, are you going to get lifetime medical because you're military? Okay. So we're not really worried about Medicare. You know, I'll have to pay Medicare premiums, but there won't be a lot of extra beyond that. So just to be clear, even though you've got 400 something thousand dollars that's already been taxed, it actually may make more sense for you when you retire to pull money a little bit of it at a time, you know, until you start claiming Social Security, just pulling whatever you need from your pre-tax retirement account, because you're going to be in a high tax bracket for a while, right? Because you're going to have 140 grand a year in income. So that means if anything, I would start, I would pull like 50 grand a year out of your retirement account or 40 grand a year out of your retirement, your pre-tax account. I'd pay the tax on that. And I would do that every year until you had, you were forced to start taking money out. Cause I think that will, I think that that will decrease your, your required minimum distributions. And you might have to pay a surcharge for Medicare. It's like 200 bucks a month. If it, you know, if you have to, I don't even think that you'll have to, I think it'll be, let me look at this. If you're married filing jointly and you've got income of over 194,000 to 246, your surcharge would be 78 bucks a month. Totally worth doing it. I would lock in that tax liability, which, you know, for everyone listening, here's Brian. He's got a bunch of money that is in pre-tax, a million dollars. If we let that hang in there and don't take any money out, you will be forced to take money out in the future. And those required minimum distributions are going to push you into a higher tax bracket. If we could take out forty or $50,000 a year for the 10 years, you know, bet- or the nine years between age 61 and 70, we'll reduce the amount of minimum required distributions and you'll pay the tax at a what I think is a pretty again as long as rates stay this way. I don't know if, where we're going, but if it were today, I'd say okay, stay in that twenty two percent tax bracket, or if you can, pull the money out, pay the taxes, min, minimize required minimum distributions, and then you can sort of feel like oh, I'm being really smart. I'm paying the tax. I'm making sure that bill is paid on behalf of my wife. And making sure that we don't force minimum required distributions out at your age, you know, I guess it's going to be 75 because of how old you are now. I think that kind of makes a lot of sense in the sort of big picture. If you're feeling insecure about this, do you think, have you considered working with a financial planner? Yeah, I'm actually investigating that right now. How has that been? Well, uh, <laughs> I'm actually waiting on somebody who's a, a fee only flat, a mm. flat fee person that I kind of respect and they're kind of backlogged. And so I'm waiting on that. But I think, while I think I, you know, it would be nice for me to have the, the added support and, um, you know, some, maybe some tax, um, planning and those kinds of things, but also, uh, it would be nice when I'm gone, uh, for my wife to have that because she's certainly not into any of this. Well, that's an interesting thing that if you want to establish a relationship with somebody now, that I understand. I think that makes sense. You're in very good shape. 
Have you guys done all of your estate planning? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. good. It makes me slightly jealous that you essentially have three pensions. However, I then look and say, wait, he was in the military, so that sounds hard. You're disabled. That sounds terrible. And you're an educator, which sounds hard. So too hard, one terrible. Now I'm not so jealous. Well, thank you, Jill. Yeah, the, the last thing, I, you know, I am considering when uh, at 61, when if I retire, then maybe also simultaneously doing some Roth conversions. What do you think about that? I think if you're going to pull some money out of the pre-tax and live on that, it's almost easier to do that. I mean, you've got money that is in non-qualified. You've got this 400 grand. I don't know if I want to soak up that liquidity on a Roth conversion. I almost would prefer you take a little bit of money out as, you know, over the 10 year period and get the money out that way rather than convert it. Because I do feel like I like you having that cash on hand and you've got, you know, half a million dollars already in the Roth. If we can pull some money, if we can, if the million is, you know, 700,000 or 500,000 by the time you're at RMDs, that's fine. I don't think you need to do that. If you have a windfall and you've got tons like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. I have all this extra cash. Yeah, you can convert a little bit, but you're not converting while you're making 280 grand a year. So you're going to wait and see and let's see how your cash flow is then. Understood. And if you are thinking about how to finance a 50-year retirement, we'd love to hear from you. Go to JillOnMoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. Don't forget, all of our great content lives on the website. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Karen Kranick is our web queen just for another, I don't know, six weeks or so. Then Mark Talercio remains the executive producer and the chief content officer. That's what I'm going to give you a new title. So when I drop dead, you can get a job and you can put that on your resume. Redistributed by Cadence 13. Do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. 